Yo, 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 what's up, family? It's your boy, Al, Intellectual AK, always shooting that knowledge right at you. That's right. Hey, this is another episode of The Drive, a little personal podcast I put together while I'm in my car driving from one destination to another. And along the way, we're going to talk about some elephants in the room in the black community, always. And remember, it's just something that's coming off my mind. Hopefully it will enlighten somebody in some type of way. Never meant to be anything negative or derogatory. Only positive, positive vibes. So what's up, man? Hey, it's almost a brand new year. Almost been going into 2020, another day or so. And before we go into a new year, let's talk about something that's been around but we tend to shy away from it. Let's talk about the big elephant, hip-hop. Our culture, our music. Let's talk about it. All right? So what is hip-hop? We are, hip-hop is more than music. It's It's a culture now. It's a lifestyle. We all know this. Um, when rap and hip-hop first began, I think it began somewhere um, along with Louis Armstrong. Um, they used to call it, used to call it, uh, um, I think, scat. You know, where he had like a little rhyme within the music or whatever. He, he would make some rhyming words, you know. Um, he had Grandmaster Flowers that came in and he had the DJ thing going. Um, we also had um, um, Sugar Hill Gang. You know, that was one of the, some of the pioneers, you know. And all those guys, man, they had love in the message. It was love within hip-hop. Okay? But can we say that today? There is no love in the hip-hop culture today. At least I don't hear it in the music. I don't see it in the actions, in the streets. Okay? I remember songs from back in the day with Grandmaster Flash. He was talking about... um cleaning up the neighborhoods and all this you know getting up the bottles and all this and some of the songs making the neighborhood better not today (laughs) not today hip hop is totally different and I'm going to tell you why I'm going to give you the main reason right now why hip hop has 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 gone from being a message of love and, and, and togetherness and unity to breaking down the black community and destroying our black youth. I'm going to tell you why. Because hip-hop has become white supremacy's number one marketing platform. Yeah, that's right. I'll say it again. Hip-hop has become white supremacy's number one marketing platform. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. See now, the KKK don't have to come out now and go and kill you. See what I'm saying? The banks now don't have to just say, nah, we ain't giving that black person a loan. It's all in the music. It's all in the music that we that we create. 
And I'm saying we because we created. We created. Now, I know you're going to say, okay, Al, well, if black people creating the music, how's that white supremacy's number one marketing platform? Well, listen up. How many black radio stations that's nationwide, how many black um, companies that produce CDs and music? How many? Yeah, I didn't think so. I didn't think so. I think I seen a study where um, black people own, I think it was three or four percent of um, broadcasting airways, the big radio stations, the huge ones. We might own a small one here and there, but a small one here in Greenwood don't reach out there to California. But the ones in California, the big ones in California, they can reach all the way over here. See what I'm saying? The hip hop culture, our hip hop culture has become white supremacy's number one marketing platform. And we're going to dive all the way in it. Okay. So let's just talk about the music for a second. You know, if you go and do some research, like I, you know, I've done some research and I realized that, hey, the, the um, J. Edgar, Edgar Hoover, they had a thing called COINTELPRO. Um, and I know it stands for something, I think, like counterintelligence, something, um, projects or something like that. But within those, they've done some some studies or whatever on, on black people and music. Hmm. Why would they do that? Why would they do that? You know, it's it's always a reason, trust me. And especially with that guy, that J. Edgar Hoover guy. Yeah, go do some research on him. You'll see how much he despised black people. Okay? Yeah, the FBI, CIA, yeah, that guy. Okay? So, they did the research, man, and um, the research showed that certain Rhythms in music, um, it's like polyrhythms and multiphonics. Certain rhythms in music they alter your consciousness. You know, alter state of consciousness. That's what it does. That's why you can play music sometimes, and they say it's relaxing music, and then it actually relaxes you because you're focusing on the music. It's also the same reason why you're in. Um, when you're in church and those drums get to playing and that the organ gets to going a certain rhythm that take over okay it's also the same thing where you know these guys playing sports when I was playing football I listened to some hype music get me going yeah 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 it wasn't all about the lyrics at that time for me but it's the beat it was the beat you know if you're gonna play get ready to go into a huge football game you're not gonna listen to um, no slow music or no swing low sweet chariot <laughs> you know you're not gonna listen to that so that right there lets me know and should let you know that yeah there's some type of some type of connection between the rhythm and music and your body your brain 
And if you just look at that, you know they've looked at that and you know they've put millions of dollars of study in it. Because black people, one thing about us, we love our music. Even from way back in our ancestral days, they could play the drum. And that rhythm of that drum would let you know what was going on. Even in the slavery days, you know, they said that the, the, the um, Negro spirituals, they had things in that music to let you know what was going on. So th- for our whole um, existence, we've been dealing with music. We're rhythmic people. That's what we are. All right. So think about it. They've done research on this thing and they and they put it together. That is the main reason why you got the music that you have today on the radio stations <clears throat> that's being produced. Yeah, think about it. If you don't believe me, watch this. I'll show you. Now, let's say you make a song. And in that song, let's say you got the fire, the most fires beat, the 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 the, the, the most that the baddest hook it is. The beat is just fly. But let's say you're rapping about killing dogs. Let's say you got a hundred songs about killing dogs. And you go to this radio station, you say, hey, I've got hundreds of songs about killing dogs. You think that radio station will give you some airplay? No. Okay, so you go back and you say, all right. They won't give me no airplay for killing dogs. I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll keep the same beats, the same fire hooks I got. I won't talk about killing dogs, but I'm going to say, let's just get the dog some drugs. So you go back to the radio station and say, hey, man, listen. I understood about the killing the dogs or whatever. It's kind of harsh. So I just changed it up, man. I got some fire hooks about dogs getting high you know popping the X pills with the dogs and everything doing everything you gonna get some airplay no so tell me why is it that you can get airplay with the same fire hooks the same beats but you're talking about killing black men why is it can you get the airplay when you're talking about doing all the drugs? Why is it you can get the airplay when you're talking about just blowing money? All of those are negative things. Negative things. Make some music about being positive. Take those same fire beats, same fire hooks, and take it to the radio station and say, hey, listen, I understand everything about the dogs or whatever. So now I got some positive music right here. And in this music, I'm telling all the black kids, all the young black youth, hey, study, go hard in school, self-educate yourself, build your own businesses, do what it takes to make it on, on top of this on top of the world do what it takes you gonna get some airplay no 
So in saying that, ladies and gentlemen, you know that I'm 100% correct. And I just told you right there in a sense that America and these broadcasting systems, they see dog lives more important than our young black youth lives. That's, like I said a second ago, that's why hip-hop is white supremacy's main marketing platform. And it started back in the day with the NWY, Two Live Crew. I mean, I, I say NWY, I'm sorry, that's a company. I just That's crazy, I just seen that truck and it just hit me in my head, but NWA's the two life crew the derogatory music and see people my age we look at the young guys these days and we're talking about why are we even why are these kids listening to this why are they doing this why are they doing that hell we didn't stop it when it started we didn't stop it our parents didn't stop it we let it go we are the ones that bought the CDs, we are the ones that that watched the videos, we are the ones that condoned it and let it happen. So we can't blame them for today. We got to blame our own selves. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, homie. It's us that done it. It's not them. The way the world is going right now with the hip-hop culture, we've got to take the blame. bottom line because that's when it started it started with us and it has and has and it has come along to where now murder is normal in our community right here in Greenwood South Carolina murder is becoming normal it used to be when you hear somebody got murdered whether you personally knew that person or not, it kind of you, you felt some type of way about it. You know as well as I know it's not, not like that now. Now I'm not blaming everything on hip hop, but I'm damn sure saying that the main vein to this whole thing is the hip hop culture and the music that we're listening to, that our kids are listening to today. And I keep saying our kids because guess what? Who's listening to it? It's not the people that's out working every day, people 40 years and up, 37, 38. It's not those people that's listening to it. We've got to get up. We've got to go to work. We got bu- we have busy lives. We've got to take care of this person, take care of our kids, take care of ourselves. It's the kids that's listening to it, that's walking around with the headphones on their ears or in their ears walking down the street by themselves, rocking their heads hard and doing all kinds of dance moves. They're zoned not to this music. And the music gets you going, and then the music gets you going, and it tells you, hey, go pop a couple pills, or snort a line or two. Right there. We all know drugs alter your brain. I just told you that the, that the, uh, Polyrhythmics and, 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 and multiphonics, they alter your brain as in the music. I just told you that. So right there, you've got all these things altering your brain 
from the music. And you go out, you got some feelings about something, something that's happened. You go out, you do some crazy stuff. Then you wake up and realize, dang, I done that. Dang, I just done that. And at that moment, most of the time you you, you, you should feel bad. But hip-hop has made it to where you just become cool. You just shot somebody. And you've just become cool. You're going to jail for 20 years. But you've just become cool. And when you get out, and before you get out, we're going to be screaming, free little homeboy. Don't, don't worry about the people that he killed. But let's free little homeboy. And when little homeboy gets out, we're going to throw this major party, set him back up. And we're going to do it again. Because now he cool. Now he's cool. The music has made it to the, has got it to that point where everything negative is cool now. Think about it, family. You guys know I'm not lying. You know I'm not lying. Everything in our music, everything in the hip-hop music is going to consist of murky niggas, (laughs) taking some type of drug, and blowing money fast. That's it. That's it. And most of that comes from the little rock and roll culture that the white people had they blowing money fast and doing the drugs but they weren't killing each other you didn't hear that in the song you didn't hear it in their music they weren't killing each other and even then they it was just a a, a, a phase for them it's a lifestyle for us yeah family like I said we're talking about the hip hop culture right now that's what we're talking about. We're talking about how derogatory it has become. How demeaning it has become. How it is just straight up tearing our black community apart. There's no unity in our community anymore. And like I said earlier before, anybody goes off on me, like I said, I'm not blaming it totally on hip hop on rap music I'm not doing that but I'm damn sure saying that it plays a big role and we condone it we let it go like I said we're living in America America they always use America the home of the brave and God we trust well if if, if America is such a God fearing country why do they let it happen? Why why are they letting it uh, uh, all this violence be be broadcasted on the radio airwaves like that? You can't go over in Yemen and do it. You can't go over in in um, um, Korea and do it. You can't go to China and do it. They're not going to let you come over and rap about killing them their their youth. They they won't do it. Try it and see. Try it and see. See what happens. It's not going to happen. Only in America. 
But even within America, you don't hear it coming from the white people music. Think about it, family. Yeah, I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. You don't hear white people talking about killing each other like that. Every song I listen to is about some chopper being, I'll take the chopper and blah, 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 and all this and the other. Every song, even our young, um, up and coming artists, every song is going to talk about you hear something about a chopper being, you know, taking the chopper and, and, and doing whatever they got to do with it. All of it is, is just straight derogatory music. And it'll be okay if we didn't actually listen to it. I mean, not just to act off it, but we act off it, ladies and gentlemen. Our kids are acting off of this music. You know? And another thing, I'll show you another reason why I keep saying that Hip-hop has become white supremacy's number one marketing platform. You remember Rick Ross said in this song about, um, I think it's about something about date rape or something like that. Now, before then, Rick Ross was, was, was making that bread with, with, with Reebok. As soon as that one lyric come out, because there had been some little white girls that had been date raped. And they had Bill Cosby going and all this and other blah, blah, blah. As soon as that lyric came out, what happened? Down goes Rick for a minute. Reebok's like, nah, we... <laughs> you can talk about killing niggas. You can do that. You can talk... You can call your women bitches, hoes, freaks. You can do that. But you better not talk about no date rape because... We had a few white girls get raped off date rape now. So they went on to say, tell you what, we're going to get you out of here, Rick. We ain't fooling with you no more. You see what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying, family? And see, it, it, it wasn't that it, it was really about the date rape. It was just that Rick Ross went off script. The script is, hey, stick strictly helping us uphold the demise of the young black youth. We need more people in jail. We need to um, decrease the population. So let's, let's make sure they kill each other. And we need to keep these drugs and cash flowing because believe it or not, family, black people do the drugs, selling the drugs and, and all that. But white man they're behind it they making more money off of it than we're making okay let's just be honest so when he went off script <laughs> nah we pulling that we ain't got nothing to do with you think about that think just think for a second about that think about this Michael Vick wasn't even at his home when he had the guys were his people were fighting dogs and and killing dogs. We're talking about dogs. He wasn't even at his home. He was playing football. He was in a whole nother state. I think it happened in Virginia or whatever. He was in Atlanta. 
<laughs> Dogs. He went to jail for two years. But every big broadcasting company allows the music to be played and all the music is about killing black people. Taking drugs. Any and everything that they can find that's derogatory towards um, the black youth, they're taking it and, and playing it loudly. They're producing it at a, at a, at a high rate. And, and they'll play the game with you. You know, you got some of these guys thinking, well, well, I got my own coming. I do my own producing, whatever. Bro, you don't have no radio station. You can't get your music into, into, in, into uh, these big stores. You don't have no auditorium, no gymnasiums to, 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 to do the concerts. Think about it. Like I said, hip-hop has become white supremacy's number one marketing platform. It's your bottom line. Bottom line. That's why it's toxic. That's why hip-hop is toxic right there. I'm going to say it. You can believe it or not believe it. Do your own research. Look at it yourself. But I'm telling you, that's the main reason. That is the main reason. It is white supremacy's number one marketing platform. And like I said, if you don't believe me, just look at it. Go try to make some positive music. Go try to go, go make a song about killing um, white people. Just go ahead. Go ahead and take the same chopper that you just come from the hood with. Take the same chopper, load it up again, go across into the suburb, suburbs, make a song about going to the suburbs with the chopper and talk about doing your thing over there. Go ahead. Go ahead. See how much airplay you get. You don't, you won't. Okay? That's just the bottom line. And in doing all this research or whatever, I asked myself, would white people Make music about killing white people. Hmm. Would white people make music about taking the chopper, laying the other white people down? See, we say the word nigga. So would the white people take the chopper and lay crackers down? Lay this cracker down, blah. And would it get any airplay? It wouldn't, you know why? Because the white people won't buy it. They wouldn't do it. They wouldn't listen to it. 
and, and it can get deep. It can go. I can go a little deeper in, in, in into explaining why things are the way they are with with our music. But I don't have enough time in in the day to do that. I may do some more segments on it. Hopefully, I can get a couple people on to come and you know maybe debate with me. You know. Or, or share their point of view. You know, if you would like to be a part of the podcast, just let me know. You can hit me up on Facebook, Al Intellectual AK. Uh, I am on Twitter. It's Uncle Uncle Al Roy. You know, I'm always willing to to, to let somebody to listen to other uh, um, opinions. But I'm telling you, you got to be prepared to deal with it. Because I, I do this and I research this. This is just some of the re- This is what I just told you guys, just some of the stuff I looked at. Some of the stuff that I know. I figured I would say this because, you know, a lot more people will kind of understand what I'm saying. And I'm not saying that people, you know, are not. Um, understanding to what's going on I'm just saying that you know it can get really deep it can get really deep to to, to, to the Freemasons and uh, you know all the demonic stuff that's in the music it can get really deep oh yeah because it's in there oh yeah Satanism demonic uh, um, um, things all that's in the music trust me if you don't believe me, go look at the video. Um, what's that? Um, I think it was Young Thug, Lil Uzi Vert. Go look at the video. I think it's up. Wow. <laughs> all the symbolism in there. All this, all the satanic symbolism, all the Masonic symbolism. You know. Hey, yeah, like I said, it can get deep, family. It can get really deep. Like I said, I'm just staying on top right now. I'm just staying on top and, and, and letting you guys know that hip hop is no longer the, the the message of unity and love how it began. You know, with 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 Grandmaster Flowers, Grandmaster Flash, uh, um, Sugar Hill Gang. It's no longer that. Hip hop now. Is definitely very divisive. Breaking down the black community. That's where it's at now. And you better believe, like I said, if you if you make some music about killing dogs or whatever, you can't get airplay, but you can make music about killing black people. And you can get all the airplay in the world. And there's people out there that's paying you millions to do this. And like I said, ladies and gentlemen, it's not the older people. It's the young people that's listening to it. It's the young people that's going out there, doing the drugs, and killing each other. And they make it look cool. So the, now the next generation 
they want to do it also. Family, it's time to wake up. It's time to step up. It's time to make a move. I don't know what it is. and I don't know how it's going to come about. But I'm always willing to go for it. Right, that's my time, family. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I hope I've enlightened somebody somewhere along the way. Um, any questions, just hit me up. Hey, you guys have a positive day, positive end of this fiscal year, and a positive beginning to the next fiscal year. All right? Peace, family.